Hello, and welcome to Bourbon and Blood. Hello. This week, we watched Zombie, the classic from 1979, which probably not a lot of people have seen. Uh, I'm Anne. I'm Danny, and here we go. Welcome back. Yep, we're doing Zombie. It's originally called Zombie 2. Mm-hmm. And there's a bunch of other names that I did not write down because, fuck. Why was it called Zombie 2 if this is Zombie? So, interesting fact about this movie. It came out actually before Dawn of the Dead, but Dawn of the Dead was originally titled Zombie, so they had to change this to Zombie 2. Oh. Uh. But then they changed Dawn of the Dead to Dawn of the Dead. Man, what a hot fucking mess. I know. Anyways, it was a pretty actually great movie, you guys. There were some fucking amazing scenes. Yeah, there was. So this is a Fulci movie. That's his last name. I mean, I don't know how to say it. He did House by the Cemetery. Do you remember that movie? No. You don't remember like the little kid looking out the window and everything he said didn't match his mouth? No. Oh, we watched it together. Or The Beyond. Wait, is that with Donald Sutherland? No. No, all these were Italian movies. <laughs> Danny says Italian. I don't know if I can ever say it right. Italian? Italian? How do you say it? Italian. Italian. You say Italian. Italian. It's like saying, like, an Arab. <laughs> like, that. <laughs> That's what to me. I'm sorry. My Italian blood is boiling. So Fulci, he was a medical student and an art critic before he started doing movies. So you could definitely tell that with his vision mm-hmm. of how dead bodies work out. Yes. He also fucking apparently hates women. And every movie, uh, someone gets their eye stabbed out in some way, I feel like. Really? <laughs> well, in The Beyond, a lady gets her eye stabbed out. And maybe in-house? I'd have to check. I wonder... I wonder where that stems from. I wonder where that stems from. Because that's like a fuck... That's a thing that goes back to your childhood. If you have like a woman in every one of your movies get their eyes stabbed out, like that—that that is some... That is some childhood psychological trauma. Yeah, for what, reals. What happened to you, little whatever your name is? So we start off this movie in the... Well, first uh, off... Harbor of New York with the Twin Towers. I want to ask, Never how do you do a movie where half the cast speaks Italian? I mean, is it half or is it no, was, 98%? That's what I read. Because it seemed like this movie was so weird. The dubbing was like the most ridiculous thing. And I was like, well, what the fuck? Like, it's in America. Like, yeah. I don't understand. Like, this clearly is being filmed in America, but is it an Italian movie? No, no, just, like, one person in the whole cast was an American. The girl also was American. Everybody else was just some, you know, another nationality, and they dubbed their lines in, but it was so weird. Imagine filming a scene where you're, like, speaking normal, and then you have to, like, you don't know. It was just so weird because it would be, like, it would be, like, Half their sentence would met, match up, and then it would just go off the rails. Yeah. Like, and you're like, "What are you even? What <laughs> are you trying to even say that's matching the words right? Like, what is going on?" It was a little bananas, but anyway. So um, New York Harbor, or whatever. Open up in the New York Harbor Twin Towers, nine eleven. Never forget. Never ever fucking forget. There's like a ghost ship, like a sailboat, just. Wandering around, almost hits the Staten Island Ferry, like it's just rogue ghost ship. Real quick, it kind of bummed me out to think about like, let's say Tommy watches this movie, you know, ten years from now, he would he know that's New York because he saw the Twin Towers? Like, I feel like the youth of no. today will just forget because when you see those Twin Towers in a movie as our age, or you're like, oh, that's New York. Well, can right? I tell you? I don't think I 
knew the, what the Twin Towers looked like until September 11th. Like, to me, the only reason I associate them with New York is, is because of September 11th. Never been to New York. Like, I don't really pay attention to New York. So, like, I don't... Honestly, I I don't really I only knew think it from I, movies. Yeah, I really don't know mm. if I, in my head, like, was like, oh, those are the Twin Towers. I don't know. <laughs> to me, New York, like, the buildings in New York was, like, uh, the Empire State Building and, like, Statue of Liberty. Like, yeah. that's New York. And New York, Madison New Square York. Garden. Oh, yeah. my God. Give me an instant anxiety attack just <laughs> thinking about it. <sighs> Times Square. Times Square is dope. It is scary. I've been there once. I, just, I felt very no, overwhelmed. No, I would... That, like, there's... I don't even think you could... You couldn't... You couldn't offer me, like... And let's go on an all-expenses-paid weekend. Well, maybe you could. <laughs> well, like maybe you not a weekend. Maybe, maybe like we could go like Tuesday afternoon to like Thursday morning, like <laughs> the least dead time of New York City. <laughs> There's no dead time in New York City. No, it is the city that never sleeps. Speaking of, all right. So there, the boat. Go ahead. Oh, so yeah, so it's just like a ghost ship, right, roaming around in the harbor. The Coast Guard get calls out. They badly are like, well, what should we do? I'll go down here and check below deck. Is that what it's called? The skipper's a real turkey. Oh, he says the skipper's a real turkey. You know what? Wouldn't it have been great if... A turkey was on the boat. A zombie turkey popped up, (laughs) and this whole movie was just about, like... Zombie turkeys? Zombie bird flu. (laughs) (laughs) New York's got a lot of bird flu. Oh, I guess it doesn't take place in New York, It's pigeons. It's in, like... Pigeon bird flu. Oh, gross. Remember bird flu? Yeah. You know what? I saw a dead bird on the road today, and I thought of Chernobyl, and I was like, oh, no. I hope we're not being... By the way, we watched one episode of that on HBO. You should check it out. Very good. Ver, 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 good. Can't wait for the next episode. So, the, the cops... They get eaten up by a bald zombie that was hiding downstairs. Yeah, he kind of looked like a John Wayne Gacy he did. type clown kind of zombie almost. So he was like lurking in one of the rooms of the boat. And I guess. <laughs> a closet or something. I don't know. Um, yeah, I guess there's a lot of storage space. On <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a lot of built-ins. A lot of built-ins. Um, but then so like they're... The whatever those guys die. There's some like investigation. The daughter of the boat owner. Ooh, real quick. No. I want to talk about the autopsy scene. So there's this doctor in the autopsy that's just like he scoffs and rolls his eye at everything that happens, even before the zombie gets yeah. a boner. He's like, "This is your knife." Yeah, like <laughs> he gets a. Bo- you know what I'm. So what you write about I the said, are you ready? Yeah. I said, is that a zombie dick? And then I said, walking head. <laughs> part two. Get it? Or three. <laughs> uh, it was oh, pretty good. So, like, this girl's getting interrogated by the police. It's so funny. They're like, so this is your dad. What was, what was his boat doing? And she's very, <laughs> like, she's like a knockoff Jamie Lee Curtis. Yes. Not even... Not even, like, a B version, but, like, maybe, like, a C-minus, D-plus version. Like, the Dollar Tree version of Jamie Lee Curtis. Sure. Yes, exactly. Have you ever seen those? She would be, like, she would be, like, scary masked killer victim. Yeah. Or, like, something like that. Like, that's what, that's what she would be. Or, like, like, screaming babysitter. I love those when you go into the dollar store and it's, like, (laughs) the Revengers. And it's, like, a knockoff of Captain America. (laughs) Halloween. Jack-o'-lantern night, girl. (laughs) Jack-o'-lantern night, girl. (laughs) But, like, oh, wait, my notes. What if I deleted my notes again? Oh, my God. Um, She goes back to the boat. Well, they go, she's like, I just want to find out what happened to my dad. And they go, that's what we're trying to find out. Like, (laughs) being like, yeah, bitch, you had something to do with it. And it's just like. What are you being such dicks to her for? But it's the NYPD, so fucking no wonder. We get introduced to Wes. Uh, first, can oh. we talk about? Oh no, you're right. We do get introduced to Peter West first. I was about to talk about the killer airport, but go ahead. We'll talk about Peter. So West. Peter West. This scene, he's in his newsroom talking mm-hmm. to his boss. The boss guy is Fulci. 
Oh, is he? Yeah, and his dubbing is terrible. Yeah. Like, that's where you really know. Yeah. Like, you could tell the cops, but when he's talking, you're like, what the fuck is Why he actually saying? Why do directors saying? always want to be in their own movies? I it's would. Like, Martin Scorsese's in his movies are like, actually, he puts his, like, his parents are in his movies. Really? That, okay. Remember that scene in The Godfather? Or not The Godfather, Goodfellas? <laughs> When Ray Liotta, Joe Pesci, and Robert De Niro go to Joe Pesci's mom's house, and she's like this little old Italian lady, and she has that painting of the old man and the dogs yeah. and the boat. That's Martin Scorsese's mom. Oh, and his, the painting. His dad is in it too in oh. one of the prison scenes. Like, no, his mom is like the old Italian lady. I know, Italian I didn't know the painting. That she, she did that painting though. Oh damn! And you can buy prints of it and trust. That is going on our wall one day. Like that <laughs> for for like ten years. That's been in my. I haven't bank watched Goodfellas like, in so long. I love that movie. Fuck, it's so good. I love I love mob movies. Mm. I like some mob movies. Speaking of, not speaking of, but I don't. I don't love The Godfather. Like I've only seen it once. I, I do love Goodfellas. I do love like The Departed. Is kind of. Oh yeah. yeah. Casino. Oh, mm. Casino's so good. Ugh. Mm. Ugh. Alright, so Wes goes to investigate this boat because he's got hired on to take on this case. Or yeah, whatever. like, what's with the mystery boat roaming around the ocean? So yeah. the daughter sneaks on the boat, and, like, Wes covers her mouth and is like, don't scream, and she's completely fine by that. That is, that is classic serial killer situation. Like, yeah. you should scream if a guy covers your mouth and says, don't scream. I know. She just, like, gives in, like, okay. And then he's like, and then there's a cop who's supposed to be like manning the boat, and he's like, "Oh, I hear something," and he goes to look around, and and he's Peter's like, "Oh, I've got a great plan, but you just got to go along with it." And in my head, I was like, "I swear to God, if these two end up like fucking right now," <laughs> and then two seconds later, they're making out, like yeah. because that's his plan. And I was like, "Of course, your plan involves like <laughs> you fucking getting some action, you skeezy ass mother." Fucker. Let's not think about hiding that even a zombie could hide in here. Let's or just, just think of a logical explanation. Or she could just be like, this is my fucking dad's boat. And I want to know why. Yeah. Like, fuckers? Jesus. I'm sorry. It was just ridiculous. Plus, P- Peter West is like this very, like, uptight kind of British. It, I mean, is he British? Like, you don't He was really... the only one that spoke English, but... He seemed, like, he seemed to sometimes have this British accent and then sometimes not. I don't know. Whatever. Apparently, even though we don't see it, Peter finds, like, a note on the boat. And he's, like, reading it to his newspaper place over the phone with her standing next to him. And her face basically says, I've not heard this letter. She hasn't. Why would she have? But he, like, it's like, I'm going, the other's like, I'm going to die. Tell my family I miss them. There's a horrific zombie. She's just, like, standing there like, what the fuck? Yeah. I wonder what kind of crazy letter my parents would write me when they die. Oh, God. Do parents write, little do they write letters? Oh, my God. They should. So, let's talk about Calypso music. Or this? I mean, I don't know if I would call this Calypso music. <laughs> I would more call it Bossa Nova from my Casio sampler uh, keyboard. <laughs> like, what island are they on? So they go to... Anti- it's like Antigua or something like that. Like, they go somewhere to get Ant- on a Antilli- boat. Yeah. or something. I, I, I know, it's like in my head. I can see it floating around in my head, but I can't grab the letters in the right... The music repeats like three times in the movie. It reminds me of like Yoshi Island from Super Nintendo. Oh my Nintendo. god, it's so great because it's like their theme music, the couple on the boat. It's like yeah. their, it's their theme music. And you know what? You could have way worse theme music, couple on the boat. I like them. Before we meet the couple on the boat, we get finally a glimpse at the island. Wait, we have not talked about the airport yet. Oh, talk about the airport, yes. So there's this scene in the airport. There's just like these funky ass red leather, like loungy, like bench couches, just like swirling around the all whole over architecture. the architecture. It was amazing. And you know what I'm gonna do tomorrow? Look up fucking pictures of airports from the 60s and 70s. All goddamn. Why would day. they change that? Because airports now are so dismal and boring they, and sad. I don't know because you you feel you, like you're in a waiting room. You to don't die. know what you got until it's gone. I guess you. It's like you had the wonderful style of the 60s and 70s. And I'm talking about the good style, like the minimalist, yeah. mid-century modern, like... 
Oh, it's the cool, the funky stuff. And then you go into like gaudy eighties, like cold, sharp edges, minimalist, minimalist, like cold minimalist. Then you go, and then you, then you bust into the nineties with like the giant oversized everything. Like, oh, do you want an armchair? Here, it's gonna have arms that are like three feet across, and it's gonna have a cushion that's this big, like. Everything was so big and plush. We went to a vintage shop and they had a phone from the 90s. It's all of you that, from the 90s, like anyone that's lived in it knows oh, this phone. Yeah. It's like see-through so you can mm. see all the stuff inside and it's all colored all crazy. Yeah, I was always jealous of my friends who had the see-through phone. <laughs> I always wanted the hamburger phone. I had a, like <clears throat> a red, I got it from my church rummage sale. I just had a red phone. With, like, a black receiver and giant buttons. And it was, like, a funky, weird little phone, but I got it for, like, $2. And I was like, this is my phone, and I'm plugging it into my jack that's in my room, and no one can use it. And (laughs) I was just like, meh, meh, meh. And, of course, I upgraded a few years later to one that had an answering machine and put spider webs as my... Yeah. As my answering no doubt. message, because... Why wouldn't you? I was a girl in the 90s, so... <laughs> Why wouldn't I? <laughs> Did you have that as yours, probably? Spiderwebs? Mm. No. I had a really good one by Brack, too, as my voicemail message. for It was just... From the, the Brack show? Yes, it okay. was just this song called Yeah, Buddy. And <laughs> it's, it's just him going, Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. And that was just like, <laughs> that was like my, please leave a message. It was just like, <laughs> ring, ring, ring. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> yeah, buddy. And then you'd have to leave me a message. <clears throat> it was good. It was good stuff. Man, I miss the days of like having fun. Fun phone shit. Like, I was thinking. I miss like the text message funny stuff I used to have. Like, if someone texted me, it'd be like a funny quote from a movie. I had, I was just telling, was it, <clears throat> it was. Carrie or Adrian. But, like, I used to have in Napoleon Dynamite when he goes, what does he say? Tina, you fat lard. Like, I used to have that as my fucking ringtone for my phone. So every time my phone would ring, all I would hear was, Tina, you fat lard. No. Yeah, no, it was Tina, you fat lard. Yeah, it was (laughs) Tina, you fat lard. So every time my phone would ring, it would just be, do you know you fat lard? And it was so good. Oh, remember was, when you could just download There that? was a sweet period when I had a Razor phone and my text message was, listen, do you smell something? So every time someone would text me, it was awesome. Razor phones. I had a Razor. We're on the island. I mean, can we just go back to the airport and talk about the airport? Forever. Can we just episode? be in the airport? We meet Menard. Menard, Wait. calling Guadalupe. Yeah, we're well. Hold on, we're going. So we're on the island. They get to the island. No, they're not there yet. We're no, not even not. close to that. Oh, okay. Sorry. We. This is the first time you meet Menard and his shitty relationship with his wife. Oh, is his name? And I guess I didn't realize. Doctor Menard. <laughs> In my head, he just looked like like a young, good-looking Timothy Dalton. But yeah, but he's a piece of shit still. Kind of. I mean, he kind of treats his wife terribly. He hits her and. I mean, she's freaking out pretty crazy. Did Still, he hit her? I didn't even remember. He slapped her. Anymore. Yeah. And then he goes to the office, and I notice that he takes his blood. Remember the giant needle? Oh my god, that needle! Hey, get your notes out. That needle. Well, I'm. You're talking. Okay. You're like, I'm going along with you. <laughs> but yeah, the needle. It was. It was huge, and I hated it. And there's no way I would inject a needle like that into my body. Like it was like. I do you mean, think you could do a needle to your own self? If it was like insulin on my stomach, I probably That's, could. Yeah. Because I was, my friend was diabetic in high school and I always helped her with her shots. So like, I feel like that to me, and that's, I mean, that's fucking nothing to me. I just have a lot of, I got a lot of, a lot of extra junk down there in my ab. But like, my arm 
Um, I don't think I could. I don't think I could do it in my own. Like, I'm not afraid of needles. I just don't think I know what I would do. Like, I don't... I mean, I'm sure. It was really nerve-wracking. When I was a preschool teacher, we had to take this, like, EpiPen seminar and learn how to use an EpiPen. Don't you just stab it in their leg? You do, but it's like... You have to do it hard. Like, it's not just, like, wank. Like, you have to, like, jam it. it. Yeah. It's got to get in. I don't think I could do that, but if a kid was next to me dying because a bee stung him or something or he ate peanut butter, I could probably hit hard. Here's my thing. Like, thinking now, sitting here relaxing, being drunk, I'm like, oh my god, I would probably freak out. But I've been in, I've been in, like, scary situations, and my, like, reflex get-to-it mode is really good. So I would be able to do it. Like, when I listen to my 911 calls and stuff like that on my podcast... I'm always just like, oh, God, these people are driving me insane. Like, I understand that emotions are high in heat of the moment, 911 calls, but, like, I'd be able to get my fucking shit together and be like, what do I need to do? I will be calm for you right now and have my breakdown later. Like, (laughs) what do I need to do to get this situation to where it needs to be? Fuck. So he takes the blood and he puts it on top of two slides? That's not how slides work. But that's a minor thing. No, you put it on top of one and then put one on top. And then the drip noises. Oh, I want to talk about the folio artists of this movie. All the sound effects were amazingly bad. Like when he drops blood, it's like, bloop, 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 bloop. Mm -hmm. I wasn't even listening to that. And then like, no, like, we'll get into it when the, the underwater scene later. But like, every sound effect, if you ever watch this again, just listen. It's like... Over the top crazy. It's like someone was like, I'm going fucking all out for I every sound effect. I almost just want to jump to the underwater no, all right, we'll, scene. We'll get there. Hold on. Because they meet they meet Brian and Susan. Those are our... No. First, first they get off the plane. They ask their cab driver. Oh, yeah. They're on an island. Okay. An island. Yeah. They ask the cab driver, hey... You know of any sweet boat hookups around here? And the cab driver's like, no. And then he sweetens the deal. Peter West is like, I will, I will throw money at you. Like literally, here is just a shit ton of money. Where's a boat? You're on an island, bro. Like go to the just coast. <laughs> walk around the perimeter, <laughs> and you'll probably find someone with a fucking boat. Idiot. And then he gives him more money at the... Although, maybe that was just his fare, like... No, because the cab driver was like... Cab driver was like, I did pretty good, right? I did good? Oh, he's hustling. Yeah, hustling cab driver. I mean, you know what, though? He fucking deserves every goddamn penny because... Peter West is a fucking idiot. You're on an island, Peter. You don't need someone to show you where a boat is. <sighs> Alright, so now we meet Brian and Susan, who are on a vacation together. A two, they're getting ready to go on a two-month vacation. Just sightseeing, snorkeling, having fun on their boat, being romantic. Like, they seem like they have a pretty good relationship. They have the best theme music. Like, yeah. <laughs> it... And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, hey, we need a ride to some forbidden, cursed island. Can you take us there? And then it's like, oh, okay, cool, I guess so. I would be so I'd be like, hey, have fun on your two-month vacation because guess what I'm doing? Disembarking right here and staying here. I'm going to get off the boat so you can take two random strangers. I'm going to shack up with this cabbie while you take <laughs> your two-month excursion with these motherfuckers. We're going to go hustle everyone that gets off that plane. Fucking shit. Can we talk about how fucking sunburnt everyone was in this movie? Oh, my God, you guys. Just an SPF 15. <laughs> I <I'm> something. <laughs> We meet Brian, and he's, like, excited to go on this boat trip, but he is fucking lobster red. He's so red. And then when, uh, what's-her-name decides to go scuba diving without any clothes on, she, like, you think she's fine, right? And then she, like, pulls her shirt off, and you're just like, oh, my God, bitch, that is, like, a second-degree burn. Put some aloe on that shit. Jesus. Do these people not know about sunscreen? Like... I guess it was the 70s. I don't understand 
the pains or what's uncomfortable for females, but she puts on the scuba gear and it's like just underwear. And I feel like that would be very uncomfortable. I'm going to tell you Would right it be now, uncomfortable? <laughs> I, so you're asking me to get basically naked. She had like a thong on. And right? then like straps. She had a thong and then like her scuba gear. like Which is heavy. It's a heavy tank with like leather or like really heavy duty yeah. straps. Against her naked skin and under her tits and shit. Like, I mean, her boobs weren't as big. Like, her boobs boobs weren't the big where it's like they're going over the stretch. You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't as a male do that. Like, your skin just rubbing against all that heavy. Are you? There is no. I mean, first off, I'm not going scuba diving. That's my next question. I think it looks fun as hell. No. I'm never doing it. No. I don't want to be anywhere where I am not in control of my breath, and I feel like underwater, like scuba diving and being in space, I'm not in control of my breathing. Something else is, and I don't, I don't trust that. I don't like that. I've watched too many Dateline. Um, <laughs> husbands trying to murder their Whoa, wife. Whoa, this is nothing to do with diving. husband murder. It's underwater. Mm, well, I know, but it always has something to do with husbands murdering their wives scuba diving. You. You're drowning, and you just look at me like, this is your fault. Dude, there is this... Okay, so there's this one. <laughs> this couple got married, right? Okay. Yeah. They went on a cruise, went snorkeling, went scuba diving, and he's like, oh, no, I paired off with my wife, and uh, she she fell, and I came to get help, and she's just at the bottom, and I don't know what's going on, and then that. No, he fucking killed her. And somebody, like, took a picture of him, like, swimming away while she's mid-fall. Like, she wasn't even at the bottom yet. He was, like, mid-fall. But, like, he didn't... He wasn't going to get help at that time. Ooh. Ooh. But he, like, fucked with her tank and shit, so she would... Like, on their honeymoon. They literally just got married. It was their honeymoon. (laughs) Ooh. No, I'm not going scuba diving All naked. Right. Well, no. I didn't want you to go naked. I wanted to go scuba diving. I'm not going scuba diving, period. Naked, period. <laughs> so let's talk about the coolest part of this movie. Probably one of the coolest parts in a movie I've seen ever. This, honestly, is probably one of the best scenes I've ever seen. Right? In any movie. Like, this, because this was in 1979. There are not, there's no, there's no CGI. There's no special effects. There's no special effects like it's all practical shit the shit you see is the shit that's going on like you know what happened you guys we have a naked scuba diver we've got a shark following a tiger shark one of the deadliest sharks a tiger shark is like stalking her in the water and then she gets attacked by a zombie she somehow manages to kind of escape both of those predators she uses coral on the zombie's face. Yes, and then she does. that's another folio scene because she's going like that with the coral, and it sounds like someone's going across like a metal, like. Like a grater. Yeah. Because that's exactly how things sound underwater. But then we get zombie versus shark after she gets away. Why so, couldn't this have been Sharknado <laughs> 1 through 8? Like. So the cool. Well, like, just the more you read on this, it gets more and more interesting. The stunt guy that was supposed to do this. Got sick the morning of and oh, would not I'm show sure. up. I'm sure. I would get sick if I was going to play with a tiger shark. He got sick. So what a puss! I don't I'm think I would do. Him a pussy. Yeah, seriously, would I fucking get in the? Sh- I wouldn't get in a fucking tank with eight goldfish. So the trainer fed the shark, doped it up, and got in the water dressed as a zombie. And that whole scene is just the trainer like. Acting like he's gnawing at it. They put... But he, like, bit it. Yeah, he bit the shark. He acted like he was tearing chunks off. He let the shark pull off a fake arm. Like, that's a fucking tiger shark. That's a shark. Here's the thing. Okay. I, I do believe... I know. Like, you can train bears. You can train lions. You can train tigers. Although we all know I've watched every single (laughs) video where that goes south. (laughs) But (laughs) you can have some luck with that. But like I feel like fucking sharks and fish and reptiles. Like you can't 
That is that's not happening. That is hard to train a fucking shark because you know what? They just want to kill you. No, they don't. I'm. That is wrong. I. Correction corner. Sharks don't want to kill you. Sharks are just beautiful beasts of the sea, and you might just get in their way, and they think that you're their prey. They're not trying to kill be you. A shark apologist. Now we're gonna get a bunch of letters. I am a shark apologist. <laughs> you know what? I, speaking of shark apologist, my comment I wrote like I was pretending to be some like dick rape apologist, right? And I was like, you know, if she didn't, if she didn't want to get harassed by that shark in the water, she would have wanted to. <laughs> She would have she was okay. dressed for attack. I mean, obviously, yeah. I think a woman should be able to fucking scuba dive without any clothes on, without the fear of being harassed by a man, living or dead, or a killer shark. So sharks, dead people, and living people, just because she's naked does not... Just have some respect. Let the girl... I mean, maybe she's, maybe she's comfortable... With straps all through her body. As I roll my eyes, like, <laughs> okay, bitch. <laughs> Great. I'm sure you're comfortable with that. Uh, also, I know this is backtracking a little, but you don't know these two people on the boat, and you're still just going to get naked in front of them to go scuba diving? I mean, free spirit, whatever. It was the 70s, baby. So, this shark scene. Think about how Dawn of the Dead came out, like, either that year or the year after. I always thought that was the best older zombie movie. This is the best zombie movie from Ooh. the... Oh, of that time? Definitely. Um, what... Like, I um, love Dawn of the Dead. Can I tell you what other movies came out in 1979? Yes. Alien. Oh, are you kidding? I forget how old that movie I is. I know, I do too. But I remember watching that when I was very little... With my dad, and it was like a v, like it was a VHS tape we had. God, that movie is stunning. Apocalypse Now. Yeah. Kramer versus Kramer. I don't think I've ever seen that. Oh, you haven't? Is it no? It's very dramatic. It's with um, Dustin Hoffman and Meryl Streep, and they're like in a custody battle for their son. It's like a, it's a dramatic. Drama. Yeah, it's very good. China Syndrome. Never seen that. Escape from Alcatraz. Rocky Two. The Jerk, Muppet Movie. Muppet Movie came out in 1979. That's Can you insane. That? And 1941. Steve Martin was in two wonderful movies that year The Jerk and The Muppet Movie. <laughs> Lucky fucking bastard. It was a good year for Steve Martin. I mean, every year is a good year for Steve Martin, right? Yeah. Like, he's Steve Martin. I'm always nervous I'm going to find something out about him because, like, I remember I loved Chevy Chase for the longest time, and I still appreciate Christmas Vacation, but he's just such an asshole. I know. Steve Martin's not an asshole. I know, and I'm hoping it just stays that way. I think it will. I mean, I think it's been long enough to where if we knew he was an asshole, we would know he was an asshole (laughs) by now, right? All right, so back to the island after this a beautiful shark versus zombie scene. I wish it would have lasted for 40 minutes. It was awesome. It was awesome. Like, this guy was wrestling with a fucking shark. A real tiger shark. dressed as a zombie. (laughs) So we go to the island, we meet Lucas, the doctor's, like, dude. Mm -hmm. Like, island dude. (laughs) Yeah, his little, like, comrade on the island. Lucas is like, ah, the zombies, or the infection spreading, spreads to the local town. And he's like, are you afraid? Like, Lucas can be afraid. There's zombies all over the island. Yeah, I'd like, be he ashamed afraid. Him. I'm on a fucking island with people who are killing other people, and they, they're they supposed to be dead. Yeah, I'm scared. You fucking dick. So we just had this amazing shark scene, but then we jump into one of the other best scenes in the movie. So Manuel is watching the doctor's wife, making sure she's safe. But Manuel hears something, and him and his dog bail. She's taking a shower with so many mirrors all around her. There are 8,000, like, <laughs> mirrors in the shower, you guys. Full body. I mean, I, I actually, I wrote down, why are there so many mirrors in this shower? And then I instantly was like, I know why there's so many mirrors in the shower, but I don't even like getting out of the shower and seeing, like, the mirror on my medicine cabinet that I'm is, like... I'm glad it's always fogged up when I get out. I'm like, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to look at that. <laughs> Can you imagine, like... 
how horrible I would feel every day if I had to, like, shower and just look at my body from every angle. Aww, I love you. You're beautiful. In the shower. Like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And, like, nobody looks good with fucking wet hair. Like, no. Ugh. So, she gets out of the shower, and we get a zombie. A zombie shows up at the door. Mm-hmm. This is the coolest special effects scene. She's... She is wearing this, a great caftan. Oh, yeah. Caftans are everywhere. I feel like I didn't even know that word until, like, a month ago. And then I hear it in podcasts and... You heard that year a few years ago when I went to the yurt and we all wore caftans. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So the zombie is on the other side of the door and we get a cool... First, we get a cool finger scene with the zombie's hand sticking through. I know what you're going to say. And it shuts it on the fingers. Mm-hmm. And then, what do we get, Anne? You get a fucking... So she's, like, holding against the door, right? Trying to stop him. And he's pushing against it. And all you see is the the light, like the shadow and the light on the wall of the door opening slowly, slowly, slowly. <laughs> and it's... So good. Really good. It's so good. I wrote it down. I was like, that's a fucking awesome scene, and I love it. Annoyed me that she's pushing... Okay, so the zombie's, like, breaking through the door, right? He's clearly just able to break through the slats and whatever. She's pushing this heavy piece of furniture against the door, which I get, but it's also, like... Okay, unless you're going to tip that up, it's not going to do anything because he can just crawl over it. Like, yeah. it's not doing anything. Please run and try and get away. No one in this movie runs. No one in this movie runs. Every time they're getting attacked, they stand there and are like, oh, yeah, like, run, bitch, <laughs> fight or flight. You're just standing there screaming, like, get it together. Oh, before she runs to the door, she's walking through the house, I wrote a note that I like her houseplant game. It almost looks like a fucking jungle yeah, in that house. She, I like, know. has to, like, push through plants to get through good. the room. It looks good. So... Then we get the eye scene. Mm, this I, is so good. I watched this a couple days ago and was blown away by that, and then I was excited to watch Anne's reaction to that. It was... So good. It was probably the best eye impaling scene I've ever seen in my life. That's <laughs> saying so much. And but I love honestly, that. It looked she, it was it was super realistic. Like, like they did filming of her actual face up until it was like right there. And then they cut away for a second. When it came back, it went through her head. And then she like turns sideways and it breaks and it's still in her eyes. She gets pulled through the door. Fucking beautiful. It's so good. It's so good. There are special effects in this movie that blow me away. And I mean, there are special honestly, effects that don't that work. That was right. like that was something that like you could still do now. Yeah. And it would look awesome. I, like all of the effects in here were pretty good. The blood and like the gore. Like when people like when the zombies would bite and stuff like that and rip Yeah. You know, when people would rip pe- pieces of the zombie away. Very good, for, especially for 1979. Like, Dawn of the Dead came out after this. It, like, was, it was... He was revolutionary. It was really good. Like, that... Sorry, the zombie in the shark scene was fucking amazing. <laughs> Do you have any thoughts on that boat graveyard? Which was the next scene where the doctor's just drunk on the beach, and there's, like, boats everywhere just... Tipped over. Yeah, I said, yo, are we going to talk about the 60 <laughs> overturned ships in the harbor? <laughs> But we don't. Are we, those just people who have, like, come to the island and die? Like, I don't understand. It's never brought up. So, we're recording this on May 6th, or 9th. And I'm not going to release it for a few weeks, because we have one before this I want to put out. But from May 6th to the 12th, it is Nurses Week. And we get introduced to a very important nurse at this point. Mm. Her name is Nurse Clara. Oh, Clara, you sweet. Can you imagine being this fucking nurse? Nurses are the angels of the world. Like, they are. Nurses are amazing, and Clara goes through the shit. Like, Clara, it's always just like, Clara, 
take care of this dead body I just had to shoot in the head after they died so they don't become a zombie. Clara, do this thing with this, like, dead leg. Clara. Oh, Clara. I wrote down a bunch of points that Clara really stood out to me. We'll get to them as we go. But also, wouldn't it be great if someone made, like, a prequel dark comedy just about Clara's life before all this happened, working on this island, dealing with all this shit? I mean, how did she get there? Med school. Did she go with the doctor? <laughs> I don't think so. They she didn't just, seem that close. She seemed like just working. It was, like, very professional. Yeah. It seems weird because, like, the doctor kept being, like, with about the old man, like his friend, the white, like the, he's like, he's the only other white guy, on, or white person on the island. It's like, you got Clara. And then, so, our yeah, first. she's got a vagina, so you don't want to fucking talk Imagine to going up to your boss who's drunk, sitting on the beach while all the shit's going on and be like, hey, I need you to help with this. Can you stop getting drunk? Or the scene where she's carrying a dead body, or. He's carrying a dead body when they hear the air horn, and he's like, here, you take yeah. over. And she has to just go dump dead bodies. Yeah. She does, and she fucking does it without a sigh or an eye roll. Can you imagine me if, like... Oh, you would have quit so long ago? <laughs> I'm not hauling fucking dead bodies without my boss hauling dead bodies, too. So we get a little backstory. Is this a disease, Anne, or is it voodoo? What is the zombie infestation? I mean, we don't really know. As far it's, as I know, right? They bring up diseases, they bring up infestation, or... I think... Did it come from... Did it come from people on the boats? Is it like the plague? Is well, it... Well, I'm thinking, oh my God. because it didn't happen until recently, is the doctor's been experimenting. Because remember the wife was like, I'm going to tell everyone, this is all your fault, but it's never brought up again. Hmm. But everyone on the island thinks it's voodoo. Who do? You do. Do what? You do. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I do love the bodies wrapped in blankets with the ropes. When they slowly rise. When they slowly rise, when they're just covered in blood. Because you got to shoot them in the head after they die or else they aren't dead. True zombie fashion. And another point, Claire is so good that she brought the only other white guy to the hospital for him because he didn't live there. His little friend... Like, Clara, killing it. I know, and I wrote, so the guy dies, obviously. Obviously. But I wrote, wait, where is it? (laughs) At least I died doing what I loved, being horribly, horribly dubbed. (laughs) (laughs) Because it was really bad, you guys. Oh, at some point at this point, or around this point is when our four heroes... Come on the island. And then somebody says, I forget who it is because I don't know how to take notes. What's all this about the dead coming back to life again and then having to die a second time? <laughs> like, it's like, you. No, that's pretty much it. Like, you, Thank you for explaining the plot you there. You got the gist. That's pretty much it. The, um, so the doctor meets, like, this ragtag group, right? Yeah. And... He's like, okay, I need you to go check on my wife, who you have no idea who she is or where we live or seven or eight what miles she away. looks like. It's seven or eight miles away. I love that. A mile is such a long... <laughs> it's like saying... It's like two or four hours away. Or like, I love it. It's seven or eight. It's seven, seven or eight miles. Like, I don't know. It's seven or eight miles. <laughs> so he's like, go check on my wife, because... That lady has been freaking out on me and, like, just check on her, please. So they go, you know, she's already been attacked, dead, whatever. I gouged out. Yeah. gouged in. But, like, they're knocking on her door and they're like, Mrs. whatever the fuck your name is. Not answering, not answering. And I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't answer my door either. We've talked about this. I won't answer my door to anybody, but especially a group of, like, four four, strangers. Like, 
mid-twenties strangers, three of them very badly sunburned, one of them possibly <laughs> possibly still mostly nude in scuba gear. Like, no, I'm not answering that door, even if I'm alive. Get but they out just of go here. in. But they just stroll in, because that's what you do. Uh, you just walk into people's homes, and the doctor's wife is not well. She is dead. <laughs> dead on the floor being eaten by four zombies. And then they're slowly like, well, this is probably Yeah, I like how they back out. Weird. It almost feels like they should be like tiptoeing backwards. Yeah. So then they run into some more zombies. It's and then just, there's like, there's literally, it's like one of those houses in Australia that has like eight sets of like slatted doors yeah. to the outside. And they're just standing there. Like, you have... Eight ways to escape right in front of you. I'm not a very strong guy. I feel like I could just bust through that door if I had to. Like, oh! Or just, like, kick one of those zombies down first, too, because they're just... These aren't fast zombies, you guys. This is 1979. We have not thought about fast, quick, scary yeah. zombies. All we have are slow, sleepy, dumb fucking zombies. You can just push them over, and they'll be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Like, get out of there. You guys are morons. Everyone who <laughs> dies in the zombie movie deserves to die. And, the older and ones. tomorrow when the zombie apocalypse happens, I'll die. Because <laughs> I said that. So they run, and then they get in the car, and then they crash the car. And whose ankles hurt? Someone's ankles. The Peter. Yeah, the Peter's reporter. Hurt. So they have to take a break. And <laughs> the other two, the two boat lovers... They're like, we're going to go up ahead. We're going to check up. They go like five feet away and take a break. And then she dies. Yep, yep. So first, uh, Peter and Sarah or whatever are just lounging. And then they start open mouth kissing. Disgusting open mouth kissing. Yeah, it's it's just like. But I love, Anne called it, the zombie hand coming up out of the grave. Mm -hmm. I love how much hair pulling is in this because I just. Seems like something a zombie would do is grab your head. It's bitchy and petty. and <laughs> That's what a zombie would do. It's like they know that that's going to get a reaction. I mean... Zombies are all about cat fighting. You don't pull, you don't pull <laughs> hair unless you want a reaction. And like these zombies want one. So Imagine they're... that though. That is terrifying that you're laying on the ground and the hand grabs your hair and won't let you off the ground. Yeah, I know. Maybe... I don't know. It. God. Mm. <laughs> So yeah, the boat lovers, wow, what's her name? She watches a zombie come up out of the ground completely. It's underground. It's slowly coming up. Like, it's got it. one, how low was it buried? Or Not very low. But it slowly gets up. She's still just standing there, like, screaming and staring at it the whole time. Mm -hmm. It's like, <clears throat> I don't know, five to ten minutes of a zombie getting up. Mm -hmm. And then she lets it eat him, or bite her. <clears throat> it's a mess. It's a mess. <laughs> At this point, you can really tell some zombies look really good, and some zombies, they didn't yeah, get they the fuck Yeah, the, they put the money on a few of them, and the <laughs> other ones are like, here, just, we're gonna throw some blood and white makeup on you and do some real heavy eyeliner. However, the neck biting on Susan looked really good. Yeah, it did. The neck biting on everyone looked really good. So, he comes back, and he's not as bummed that Susan's dead. As you think he would be. I would yeah. be pretty devastated He's if you just were. like, all right, let's go. I mean, he's probably in shock. But they go back to the hospital. Oh, which real quick before a, that. Which has a boat in it as yeah, a it bed. Does. So Brian has a shirt on at the beginning of the scene. that says Daily Planet. Mm. And then they cut away to them at the hospital. His shirt is ripped down the middle and drenched in blood. When he ran away from Susan, his shirt well, was Well, maybe clean. he had to kill zombies. It could be. But I hate that that bothered me a lot because that shirt Sorry. was pretty dope. It was pretty cool. Uh, the dead are outside and Clara is still inside making tea for them because they're freaking out. That's right. There are zombies surrounding this hospital and Clara is making tea to calm them down. I mean, that's my kind of girl. That's, that's a fucking nurse. She deserved nurse of the year. And I thought Lucas already was supposed to lock up the church, but they have to go lock up every window because Which, all the zombies are I mean, and through. it's not even, like, locking up. It's, like, throwing wood, like, slat, yeah. like, board 
shade things over the... Throwing shade. So not only did Clara make tea, try to help make a cure for this, and helped out everyone, she's also making Molotovs right now. Oh, yeah, she is making She's a fucking fucking trooper. Yeah. Clara, nurse of the year. Uh, And then... The zombies pop up in that room and Clara has the longest scream and stands still ever. Like, the dude in the other room shoots a bunch of zombies, has, like, almost a dialogue with the doctor and comes back, and she's still just in that same spot yeah. screaming. Yeah. She's not a mover and a shaker. <laughs> she's just a doer. We get some firewalk zombies. There's fire everywhere. The barn's burning down. The church is burning down. The hospital, whatever you call I it. I mean, everything burns down. Like, they, they live. They all live. The zombies. Three of them. Yeah, the three of them live. Well, not completely. The fire and people walking around with fire, this time period, well, I guess there's movies that are pretty epic around that time, but, like, it looks so good. They were on fire. They were legit on fire. So impressive. I bet Game of Thrones doesn't have fucking wrote, real fire. If there was a back exit, why are they wasting all this time with Molotovs and bullets? Because they just went out the back and yeah. go to a boat. Yeah. Uh, our sunburnt boat lover dude runs into his wife, who's a zombie. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And dies. Well, he gets bit. So they go to the boat. So I want to talk about this ending. For this time period, a dismal ending like this, I feel like it hadn't been done. Maybe it had. Like, to get on the boat and be like, there's uh, zombies all over New York. It doesn't matter. Like, yeah, that you, are you survived. <laughs> it's like this everywhere. Worst vacation ever is my it final was, note. It was kind of cool seeing all the zombies walking on the bridge. Even and... though cars were still just driving yeah. everywhere. So that's zombie, you guys. I liked it. I liked it. It was amazing. It's one of my favorite zombie movies now. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really... I mean, especially for it being... 79, we've we've seen some really shitty movies from that time period. The late 70s, early 80s, and just horrific. But, like, this, honestly, like, it was obviously cheesy, because it's from 79. But it had a shark versus zombie. But it had a shark versus zombie, <laughs> and it was, like, a real shark. And a, and real, a real zombie. zombie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> So that was Zombie. We're drunk. Uh, I loved it. (laughs) Thank you for listening to another episode of Bourbon and Blood. Do you have anything to add, my love? No. uh, I I do want to say, so Danny and I, well, me more so than Danny, but I've been super disappointed with Game of Thrones this season, (laughs) and I have been struggling with myself every day on whether I want to read the leaked spoilers and who dies. We decided we're going to watch the second to last episode on Sunday, and if we're still disappointed with the way the show is going, we're gonna we're gonna read all the leaks and see what see what is supposed to happen, so we can prepare ourselves. Because I am just not happy right now. This episode's now. gonna air on the week of the final episode of Game of Thrones, though. Oh my god. Okay, so, well, you can put it in. Well, I guess you guys can see what my fucking reaction will be in two weeks. I will add it in. That would be cute right at the end. Let's say <laughs> It'll just be it. me being like, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, thank you for listening to another Bourbon and Blood. Yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>